Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> that speeder and come back around. It's a new leaf, Steve. I've, I'm going to do, do properly now. I'm not going to be slovenly. I'm sitting up straight, you see. Yep. And it's going to be a proper DJing. Because I think. Coming up soon, some great tracks, including a new one from Abs and an old one from Snow. <laughs> Informer. <laughs> you don't mean that if it's Domi Ekaboom, a licky boom boom down. I'm joking, of course. We've got some fantastic tracks. This is a great yeah. chat. And we've got Carl That's with me, great Steve. Chat. Steve. I'm Ricky Gervais on XFM 104.9. There he is indeed, with him, Steve Merchant. And uh, Carl Pilkinson, of course. Say hello, Carl. All right. Yeah, nice. And uh, you, you say you read... The on. beginning of a radio show is very much your wares, your shop window, laying out your stall. I don't think you could choose a better track than The Only Ones, Another Girl on the Planet. I'd love to hear it. One of my favourite intros, that. Amazing. Oh, that was dangerous, because I once heard on Capital Radio, um, this has got to be the greatest rock intro of all time. And they played Money for Nothing by Dire Straits. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah. I can just imagine them putting their head down. I remember a friend of mine at, uh, when I was at school, he, he just bought a car and he took me outside to show off the stereo system, Money for Nothing. Just, to, just, <laughs> really? to, he just played that. I've never heard the song before. Just played that for its entire four or five minute duration. It is a to good show song the, for uh, the sound system. Yeah, it's a good song for showing off intros <laughs> and sound yeah, systems. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You said you were driving along earlier. You saw someone. Uh, are you? Are you? Yeah. Like, yeah. It was a, one of those zooped up sort of um, uh, sporty saloons. Nice. You know, the big like a Mondeo or something. Those big. And uh, it was blaring out. And the bloke in it was sort of like I could tell he was twenty four, but already going bald. <laughs> Yeah. From, from, like, obviously his estate agency job, not <laughs> yeah, to yeah. But he's made a bit of money and he's got, and the seriousness was ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, so loud. And it was going through Common Garden. He was playing Snow in Forma. <laughs> oh. Uh, does, do people remember Informer by Snow? It was a big tune, in my I don't know. It's, it's great. Yeah, I, I always enjoy can it. Can I bring that in next week? Can we play no. Snow next week? Well, you can play a tiny little bit. A tiny little bit of Snow. Yeah. Do you remember Snow, Carl? Yeah, yeah, you loved it. it. Yeah, big tune. Yeah. Yeah. Loved it. Oh, yeah. did you? Big tune from yeah. the 90s. Happy song, Rick, right, you were yeah. saying that you've turned over a new leaf. Yeah, yeah. Is that in all aspects of your life, or is that just in your broadcasting career? Because uh, the reason I bring that up is because do you want to describe what you were eating just now when we came in? Because you're a 40 year old man, you put on a little bit of weight, so presumably you're watching what you eat. Well, no, but it sounded Exotic. I went can into I, a cafe and, and I didn't. I, they didn't have a cheese sandwich. Right. And uh, can I describe what it looked like to me? <laughs> right. It looked to me like a big slab of cheese. You just got them to just <laughs> cut off a big block of cheese, like the size of a CD case, or yeah. one of those double albums, right, of yeah. cheese, right, and just lightly melt that for me so yeah. it drips over my hand and it yeah. gets really greasy in the bag. But yeah. just lay some strips of bacon on the top. Yeah, but listen, you've embarrassed Is that yourself. What it was? No, it's a croque monsieur, so it's French. It's a what? A croque monsieur. A croque monsieur. Yeah, and so I got, I, I thought, I've Whoa. never heard of a croque monsieur. You haven't, let's see, you've embarrassed yourself. Is that how it's pronounced, or yeah. is it croque monsieur? Oh! Hey? <laughs> <laughs> eh? <laughs> eh? You not... didn't expect me to be bringing out the French. <laughs> Eh? Hey? <laughs> la music pop? Oui, je t'aime la music pop. Le plume de ma tante. Où est le syndicat d'initiative? That means my aunt's pen. So, what was it then? A crop, it was a crop Yeah, and it, and it was just too greasy. It yeah. was just too... And it was all wobbly. I, 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 well, I like toast, I like it to be crisp. Sure. It's the thing with like, what? Uh, this is rubbish. Play Coldplay. Out the Coldplay. That's all right, isn't it? Yeah, it's not bad, yeah. yeah not bad. Nice, nice little track. Yeah. Well, Steve, um, we've been away now for what? 12, 13, 14 weeks? Is that really? Yeah. Wow. I've been looking forward to coming back. It's great, it's great to be back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, uh, 
Yeah, it's we've great. had uh, some 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 laughs, some tears in the, in the interim. I imagine. <laughs> yeah, uh, we've had a few ups and downs. Obviously, been working on uh, the TV show, The Office, BAFTA winning, <laughs> uh, coming soon, easy <laughs> too. But uh, uh, Rick, 30, I just, mean, 30, I just need to mention something quickly to you. Um, Go on. When did I last see you? I saw you yesterday, didn't I? Yeah. Because um, we went up to Edinburgh yesterday. We were we were very nicely uh, invited to go and talk at the uh, Edinburgh International Television Festival. It was quite yeah. a big deal. We went up there and we were interviewed. And Ricky chose to go on the train because it takes like four hours. Is it four and a half hours or something on the train? Yeah. But it's quite leisurely. It's quite sort yeah. of gentlemanly thing to do. Yeah. I opted to go for the plane option yeah. and fly up there. More modern. Exactly. And uh, and they, they bankrolled that. They paid for it all. And yeah. so that was all not very nice. And, and as I recall, when I last saw you, uh, we got a cab, didn't we? And, and you asked if you could get the cab to drop you off at the train station. Yeah. And then it took me on to the airport. Yeah. Um, did I... Now, that was, that was before... I, the last time I saw you was before I got to the airport and missed my flight, wasn't it? Because really? I, because I had to drop you off That's in the centre of town. Yeah, no, that that was so that was just before I had to pay one hundred and sixty five pounds to upgrade to another How ticket. How did you not tell me that in the last hour? One hundred and sixty five pounds, Ricky. I had to pay because we dropped you off at the train station. So I mean, do you want to go halves on that, or what do you want? How do you want to deal with that? How do you want to sort that whole that whole mess? Out? Why were you late? Why, why was I late? Because yeah. we dropped you off in the centre of Edinburgh, and yeah, do you know how hard it is to get out of Edinburgh in rush hour traffic? But it was only it was only three minutes away, so you'd no, have missed it anyway. No, because if we'd gone the other direction, it'd been twenty minutes. It took me like an hour to get to the tr to the airport, and I got there, and the plane had already left, and the cabbie was just laughing. He was saying, we're never going to make it. He goes, you were a religious man, you better start praying. I thought he was being facetious. He was absolutely right. £165. But hold on, why didn't he tell you that when he, when, when he picked up a well, quarter past four? It makes you wonder. So obviously, I'm a little bit annoyed. Because you know I'm not a man who likes to sort of spend unnecessarily. But wait, but wait, this is not my fault. Because you were there when we made that decision. I didn't impose this on you. We both decided that might be... It's both our fault. I mean, it's no, no one's fault. It's both our fault. Is that fair? That's all I wanted to hear. It's both our fault. Therefore, it's both our financial obligation. No. £165. Just split that in half. Write a check, Rick. Write a check. It's fine. I'll I'll I trust you. Yeah. you know. um, phone in. I think everyone. This. This You're is. You're clearly obvious. irresponsible. No, of course I'm not. If you if you share a cab and then one person's lucky enough to not be late and one person is unlucky enough and that's what it is. Bad luck. I don't think you share the obligation. But phone, it's, just, a it's a moral dilemma. This isn't it. But it's more than that, though, isn't Go it? On, because what? let's be honest. What? Um, even if you had known that it, I was going to get there late. You'd have wanted me to hang around just so you weren't left around waiting for a train on no, your because I got Because you get bored sitting no, there. So there. you'd have wanted me to at least got in that cab I got there you. way too early. I right. actually got there about... I was there about 30 minutes oh, so you made it fine then. That was... Well, exactly. Cool. So, I mean, I did... I, I, I sacrificed <laughs> me hanging around for half an hour so you could get it at quarter past four. And the other thing is this. You were going to get it at quarter past four anyway... Yeah, but, but I would, if I'd gone the other direction and not dropped you off in the centre, I would have been there in well, time. Well, would we? Would we? Well, Is yes. that true? Well, only God knows. Well, and the cabbie. <laughs> <laughs> what I mentioned it to. <laughs> So, <laughs> I'll tell you what will cheer you up. I'll tell you what's better than 80 quid. I'll tell you what's better than that, shall I? Go on. Uh, music. What, are you paying the whole 165? <laughs> Listen, look, I've brought in a little track here. Um, right. Bruce Springsteen off the Tunnel Love album. And uh, I know you're a Springsteen fan. I'm a Springsteen we're, we're, fan. We should just qualify this, because all yeah. people who listen to XFM obviously a bit edgy about Springsteen. They yeah. just think he's this old, kind of ludicrous 80s rocker, the bandana, you know, the, the fly in the flag, which he no, never that, really was. No, that was Bon Jovi. 
Exactly. Don't, you don't confuse with Bon Jovi. But seriously, no, do you know what I mean? He did write some great music in the 70s. Yeah. And he's just got a little bit kind of pompous in the 80s, but he still turned out uh, some amazing tunes. One of which I imagine is this one, Rick. This one's called Brilliant Disguise. A bit of Springsteen there. Brilliant Disguise on XFM 104.9. I think that's, that soothed you a little bit. That's, that's not really. Taking the blood off. I, I just remember something. 80 quid, well. Rick. 80 quid. You know what? Um, we finished the talk about sort of three, and we had a couple of hours to kill before we got the. About that half two, wasn't it? We had a couple of hours before we got the. The taxi, and uh, and we were eating in this cafe, and uh, and Steve said, "How long's your train journey?" I said, oh, four and a half hours." He went, "So you, what was I get?" I said, "I'll get in about 10. He went, "Half six, me," uh, and he's quite smug. And I went, "Yeah," I said, "Is it quite a long time?" I just started to sort of relax. And I've, uh, he went, "Yeah," I said, "But he said I think I'm come off better here because usually you've organised all this stuff." He said, "But I think you've chosen wrong." I think I said, "I think you're right." <laughs> Yeah. You. Don't think those words were coming back to haunt me as I was <laughs> handing over 165 notes. I was, all I was thinking was, and Ricky's I was on the train be in first class, drinking uh, John Smith's yeah. and listening to Mercedes Walkman. Yeah, but I handed over my initial card. <laughs> she said 165 quid. Then I went fine. I handed over the card. Uh, yeah. It was a switch card. She said we don't take switch. I was thinking, how? What am I going to do then? I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know where I'm going to get the money from. What did you do in the end then? Well, look, luckily the I had another card. Oh right, and um, and she managed to accept that one. But I I don't know what I'd have done. There. I don't genuinely. You didn't don't know tell what me done. you had another card. Yeah, I got two cards. Have you? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, oh, that um, is depressing. I was so depressed because I just kept thinking about what I'd said to you. <laughs> I've won this time because normally I'm always like legging it for tubes or I'm just do you know where I get stuck in the rain or and something. I've I just never seem to drive or something. Travel. Because when you get me, I said, "Why? It's up to you. It's up to you." You know what I mean? Every man for themselves. But this time it was four and a half hours, and I was just in that forty minutes on the tr on the plane. There'd have been no problem. Yeah. Yeah. Unbelievable. <laughs> I'm so livid. Do you know, I got off the, because I'm just not very well either, I'm a bit ill at the moment, I got off the, the plane and I thought, well, I could get a cab from the airport all the way back home, but, you know, I've already been stung for 165 quid, got the tube, took me forever. Really? I'm not going to lie to you, it took me forever. So I, got, I got in probably later than you did. Around <laughs> <laughs> the 11 o'clock mark. You didn't really? No, I wasn't quite as bad oh. as that. But I was so depressed. I'm really depressed, Rick. So I was to I say know. 50 quid is well, something right Well, I mean, Steve does not like to waste money. And um, I mean, by that, I mean... I mean... I don't like to spend money. No. Um, we had to, he had to go out and get our shirt for a photo shoot. Not quite an important photo shoot for, I think, the, the Times. Right? Went out, he was buying a shirt, buying a shirt, went out, planned it, went short. Came back, four nine, fourteen ninety nine from Hennies. Hennies, fourteen ninety nine. He knew where he was aiming. He aimed straight for Hennies. He knew, he knew where he can get a bargain. Uh, this is a man... But I, it seems to me that at that kind of price, you can throw them away, Av. You don't even need to wash them, really. You can throw them away using, like, Kleenex. Have you ever thrown one away? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, just, no, no, no. <laughs> just scrape off the stains and keep on wearing it. Remember that time when we went to the casino for my birthday? Day, and I was like 100 quid down, and some people were 100 quid up, and 100 quid down. Uh, he, after the three hours we were there, was down 20 pounds, genuinely depressed. I was almost crying. Yeah. Because I don't, well, it's because it's a, it's a mugs game gambling. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. <laughs> was that where we, because I went there, it was, uh, when it was one time we went there, it was uh, our agent's Oh, birthday. that was another time we went yeah. there, right? And he was up. And he'd, he'd got, a, he got a win, he was 30 quid up. And so I said, it's your round then. And the round was more than 30 quid. And he couldn't believe it. And he sat down and he went, I can't believe it. He said, and I bought him a present, so I was already down. Yeah. <laughs> I was, I turned out I was already down because I bought our agent a gift. 
He didn't, I didn't see him buy around. And you know that thing where you're buying a round of drinks for people you don't even know? So it's like, what's the story there? Why am I suddenly bankrolling you drinks? It's like, I don't know you people. I'm not going to get any kind of, I'm not going to see you again to sort of reap the benefits at a later point. Because he came in I'm with not, his three, Most of you are married or engaged, so I'm not even going to pull from it. It, it was, was a waste of time. It was, it was like, just it, pure generosity. It was something like from Swingers, because he came into the cocktail bar holding three chips up worth ten pounds each yeah. and went, hello, <laughs> like that. Yeah, I was yeah. 30 pounds up. That's a lot of money, Rick. Uh, you know, Carl, you, yeah. you know that. 30 quid. You don't want to sniff at that. Oh, what, what, what songs should we play? Let's, we've got lots of songs in. It's our bit of, uh, bit of Incubus. Oh. Just to make me more depressed. Oh. Oh, I thought it was a bit slow. I know, but I'm a fan of it. I like slow songs, but I really like. I've always been a fan of it, even from you know early days. Yeah. I, I thought his first song was really great and much maligned. People didn't like it because they were expecting like you know the verve. Yeah, yeah, urban hymns and all that. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, that's, that's that's great. On XFM 104.9. Who are you? Ricky Gervais, who are you? Steve Merchant. Who's that little round-headed oh, fellow? Yes, Carl Pilkington. Carl, we haven't had a lot of Carl today. He's a bit tired, aren't you? Just a little bit. What happened? Bit you you came back from Edinburgh today as well, didn't you, on the plane? This morning. Yeah. Got an early... an early flight. Yeah. Um... It's just annoying me, because there's, there's, like, people on the plane fighting over, um... where they wanted to sit. Uh, Surely they've got designated seats. Well, they have, but that wasn't good enough for them. They wanted, like, they wanted to sit next to the friends and that, and it's like, well, you can't, because you didn't check in together, so that's... that's the way it is. Yeah, done. But the thing is, it's from Edinburgh, 40 minutes. Yeah. And I just don't understand this sort of... You can stand for that long, can't you? Well, what, why do you have to sit next to the person anyway, to be honest? I mean, fair enough, if you're going on a long flight, someone to talk to, but for 40 minutes, it really doesn't matter. I never want anyone to talk to. I, I don't want anyone sitting next to me to talk to me. Why? Well, what are they there for? What? I, I don't mean people I go with. I mean, if I'm travelling alone and I sit next to someone, I don't want them to talk to me. Yeah, but... I don't really know. If I was travelling with you, I'd really not want you to talk to me. <laughs> not if you're going to talk like this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is this. Carl, you sound like you're suicidal, mate. It was just a couple of people arguing. It's over, man. Yeah. The plane journey's finished. Why is he still stewing you up? He paid 160 quid and he's not winning. He doesn't care. He's 165 quid. Let's get it right. <laughs> if we're going to bring it up, <laughs> we're going to mention it. And it's like, what ducks back to him? He's, he's, he just, he goes, he said, he said to me, Rick, it's only money, it's, and money is just something you have in case you don't die tomorrow. He's got a great attitude towards money, Steve. It's like, easy come, easy go. So just take a leaf out of Steve, the I'm not spending that much merchant, and you'll have a happier life. Sorry, I just need to defend myself for a minute. There what? are certain instances in life where, see, you know you're giving me an attitude like that I'm tight. It's not tight. No, it's no, the, no, 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 Want to get value for money at all times yeah. because uh, you know I you probably got a lot of cash given to you maybe his pocket money when you was a kid. I Every didn't. penny I've ever had is been money I've earned. Yeah. So frankly, yeah. I'm going to spend it wisely. Like for instance, you might be, say you're in a party or so you're at a party maybe out in a bar with some, someone's birthday. You get talking to a girl, right? Maybe you buy her some drinks, right? You're chatting to her mm. and then you're chatting away for two hours and then at the end of the evening she says, "Oh, da, 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 I got to go meet my boyfriend now." Right? She's wasted my money and my time there. Yeah. That's two hours wasted and money wasted, right? Now she should have told me straight away that she had a boyfriend. And I wouldn't have bothered with right. her. I'd have moved on. I'd have what, 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 what if like she thought she was just having a chat with another human being? Though, Rick, where you, I'm being deliberately deceived <laughs> so people can extract money from me or interesting conversation. Yeah. She knew what I was after. It was yeah. obvious. The yeah. drooling mouth, you yeah. know, the, the beady eyes. 
And, 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 and yet she was leading me on. And she was a prostitute. And think how he felt about that. I mean, what a no, slap in the face. let's not try and cheapen it with that kind of cheap sexual innuendo, right? She, she occasionally slept with me for, for, for money. <laughs> it wasn't for money, it was for meals. Yeah. No, but the point was, no, do you know what I mean? It's just that sort of attitude generally in my life. It's like, don't waste my time, you know? Don't waste my time or my money. You're like, life is, sh the clock is ticking as far as yeah. I'm concerned. And, you know, and so just, if, if, if you've got a boyfriend and I come up and I'm chatting you up, just let me know and I'll or move on. I won't bother you. Or yes, please. This, I'm glad you mentioned that because I feel we should, they should definitely introduce some kind of you see, system. the problem is that women without boyfriends will be wearing those badges now, and you won't be able to. You know what I mean? You won't be able to say, "Have you really got a boyfriend?" <laughs> no, I just think there should be some kind of sort of this sort of. There should be an etiquette. There should be an understanding. Yeah, you know, because they know yeah. I, they can see what I'm after. It's obvious. <laughs> is it obvious? Yes, is it? So I make you're it not, very clear. You're not a subtle man. No, I just come over and pant. Do you still? Do you still try and attract their attention by throwing small rocks at them? Yeah. As they walk down the, yeah. Does that? Has that yeah. ever worked? Occasionally. Is it really? You know, the desperate ones or homeless ones? Oh, the homeless but ones. He once, right? He said to me, he came in to uh, work, and he said, uh, I gave a homeless girl a, a pound, right? Because I fancied her. He said, is that wrong? Is that really bad of I me? I don't think it is, you see. I don't <laughs> think it is, because it seems to me if she, she was an attractive homeless girl and she deserved some of my money. Because you know I him slowing down. I imagine him, like, going past loads of trams going, get out of it, get a job. And she goes, and go, ah, <laughs> hello. But I have to say, I did for a moment just pause and think to myself whether I could kind of scoop her up in my arms, take her back to my place, and kind of turn her life around, like my fair lady. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Kind of teach her to speak properly and dress her up in smart clothes and take her out into sort of society. Yeah. I think that's where your first mistake was. She said, listen, love, I'm up for it if I can hose you down. <laughs> that was where you went wrong. <laughs> Smith's, Cemetery Gates, great, wasn't it? Always cracking. Off Queen is Dead, voted best album of all time, I think, in an enemy poll. I don't think it is their Stream best album. Here we come. I agree. I, I, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Cracking. Anyway, Carl, yeah, so people are arguing on the flight. How did you enjoy Edinburgh, by the way, anyway? Because I saw you up there briefly with you and um, Nick Frost, your new mates, Nick Frost and Simon Pegg. You know, uh, he prefers them to us now. I know, apparently, I could tell that from just talking to him, really. It, it was just, it was the way he was sort of looking at them, he was just smiling at Nick Frost, he's, it's his new best chum, you love right. Nick Frost, don't you? Would you have preferred it, right, right if <laughs> I went to Edinburgh and, and had to sit with some people that I really didn't like? Would no. you have, Would you have been happier for me? No, I, do you know, but right. I, 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 so I had a great time with yeah. Simon and Nick and the, and the nice people. But, what, but he, kept going, he kept going, he kept going to, uh, oi, oi, Nick, tell Ricky that story. And Eth and Nick and some of well, all it was, right? And they're ghost stories. That's he loves them because they believe in ghosts. Oh. It's not, not just they're great blokes with great sense of humour. Just because they believe in ghosts. You go and tell him that, he goes, How'd you explain that? I was going, Well, I wasn't there. What was that one you told me and it was completely wrong? About the It was uh Oh yeah, right. It's years ago. Oh yeah. Uh some, some In olden days. Oh sure. When ghosts like, roamed the earth. What's the holiday time you mean? Yeah. Some doctor or something who was into like the way bodies work. Um they got their head cut off. Uh, who and did the doctor? Yeah, he was doing a bit of an experiment. And he cut his own head off. He, yeah. Okay. And it was about um he said when my head's in the basket, I'm gonna blink my eyes. Right. Okay, sorry, hang on, let, let him finish. <sighs> and um so the doctor has chopped right. his own head off and, and he's told everyone, I'm going to blink my eyes. To no, he's in the, he's in the basket and he goes like, right, I'm going to blink my eyes about, you know, as many times as I can. So quick, count them. And, and they count and he got to like 15 before he, he, he right. died. Right, now this is how Carl told me that. Till, till Nick Frost explained that, Carl told me, like, he said, right, well a bloke, right, he had his head cut off and, as it, and it, when his head was in the basket, he went, count how many times I can blink. 
<laughs> and I went, well, that's rubbish. No, and Nick went, well, no, he, he actually said, when my head's in the basket. He went, and Carl went, oh, I said, so, Carl, do you know the subtle difference? Do you see the subtle difference? I have to say, though, guys, I still don't really understand what went on there. I really, you well, both well, lost me. The story is that a bloke who'd been found doing, um, uh, doing You mean uh, that Carl just explained it and that was a clear version? Because <laughs> <laughs> I still don't know what you're talking about, Carl. Well, this bloke had his head cut off for uh, experiments against God. He was a doctor in the, you know, uh, in olden times. Yeah. And when they cut his head off... Um, Why did they cut his head off? Because um, uh, it was... Uh, he it was, was crimes against Exactly, he was executed, yeah. And, uh... Uh, he said to his assistant, when my head's in the basket, I'm gonna blink, count how many times I blink and write it down as an experiment, right? Carl told it to me, like, his head was cut off and he went in the basket, and when his head was in the basket, he looked up and said, count how many times I blink. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I love the difference in that story. Yeah. yeah. Both rubbish, yeah. but, um, you know, one's, one's possible you, you and one isn't. Anything, you believe anything that you're told except when we tell you the truth. Right, yeah. here's one. Christ. Ghosts and that we got, we got talking about. Sure. And Nick, uh, Nick said, right, he said, you'll like this one. <laughs> he said, um, my, uh, my auntie, um, was having loads of problems. Why are you whispering? It's not illegal like, to talk oh, about ghosts on the radio. No, but, but it's eerie. And, um, so, um, <laughs> the auntie's in the house and that, and, um, furniture's moving about all the time. Oh, God. And they were like, no, oh, this Oh, is... Steve, he told me this one. This is such rubbish, mate. No, come I'm on, let's listen. I'm going to leave it to you. I'm going to sit back and uh, enjoy it. I'm just going to watch your face, Steve. Right. Sorry, so, so I missed said, the beginning uh, there, Carl. There's an anti Basically, hedge. Nick's anti. Right. Um, in the house, things moving around all the time. Oh, and it was just annoying every time she tidied up. It was like, oh, <laughs> it was just annoying. Making a mess. <laughs> it was one part annoying to two parts scary. Yeah, yeah. So. so <laughs> <laughs> so oh, stuff dear. was stuff was moving around all the time, and yeah. they said, "Right, rather than right, we need a housekeeper, yeah. rather than having the house a mess." Uh, until we saw this. Stop it! <laughs> I've got the vicar coming round. Stop! Move his stuff around. Oh, yeah, go on. They said that shouldn't be in the pants drawer. <laughs> Let's put all the furniture in one room, right? right. So uh, just have one room. That's a mess, and have all the others <laughs> empty. Because I love the poltergeist can't really, it can move wardrobes around, but he can't open the door to put it in another room. Yeah. Poltergeist going, oh, I'm just making this room messy. I wish someone opened the door so I could, f go on. Yeah, but, so, so all this stuff's in this room. So they right? moved all their furniture into everything one room. they put, like, the drawers in there and everything, and <laughs> it was really uncomfortable, because they were all, like, on top well, of each they other. They sat in the room with all the stuff. Yeah, they had to, because that's where the three-piece suite was. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Oh, God. Right. All right. Oh, God. So they sat there, right, all crumpled up and that, but nothing can move because it's so tight. Things, yeah. I think things were trying to move. Yeah, but yeah, Everything yeah. was so tight. It's they just boxed like... that reporter, guys. So, um, so anyway, one night they sat there, like, sort of a bit awkward watching the telly and that, and, um, they hear some banging. Yeah. In the next room. <laughs> so, uh, she goes, oh, God, what's that? Oh, he hadn't moved in, had he, the ghost? So, uh, <laughs> To some of the empty rooms. So does this bang... <laughs> He's moved some friends and family in. There's this banging about going on, no, so this, this, she, this, she gets yeah. up, right? Yeah. And what it is, they had the baby in the next room, because there wasn't much room for the cot. Right, so they left the baby with, with the ghost. <laughs> so, they go into the room where the baby is, <gasps> and the banging... Yeah. ...is like, do you know those plastic balls you get that you can chuck around the room and, like, they go mental? Right. The ones that you chuck once and yeah. keep bouncing yeah, yeah, for ages. Yeah, yeah. That was bouncing around the room. Why? What, the baby all, had thrown it? It in all the walls, and the baby was there, stood in the cot, sort of laughing. Right. And looking at the ball, and wherever it looked, the ball went. Yeah. And then she said, uh, she said, stop doing that. Yeah. And the ball just stopped. Did it? And it, and it 
rolled a bit. And right. So the baby had thrown the ball and it was watching it as it bounced around the room. It wasn't throwing it, it was in control of it. No, the point is, Steve, the baby had been doing it, it would have been the baby all along. The baby had been messing with the furniture. It was so a baby a that had the baby. power. <laughs> yeah, it's a baby that had the power. Special, ba it's special a baby. It's a baby that had the power. It's what, what a baby power? that had the power. What, the, power the power of telekinesis. Right. They were then trying to convince me that uh, telekinesis was not like all the other stuff that I didn't believe in, but that was a science. Right. Telekinesis was possible. Yes. Yeah. It's not. It's not like. It's not like ghosts and demons and uh, all that stuff. Telekinesis is different. Yeah. That, that's yeah. science. Um, but ne but. Nick's auntie saw it, and I love the fact that you're telling me that someone else's auntie <laughs> saw it. So I should be, I should be satisfied with that. Yeah, I, I, I should be satisfied with that. I mean, no. so does she still live in one room with all her possessions? No, I think the uh, baby the, grew out of it. Apparently, it, it grew <laughs> the baby grew out of it. it. So it doesn't use its telekinesis powers no. anymore. Well, no, it's no. like in Carrie, innit? She she was upset for a bit, and then she got over it. Okay, I'm yeah. just gonna say one thing, Carl. Um, that was a film. Do you want to play a record or? Three. Right, on XFM 104.9. Can I just tell you a story that Carl told me a couple of weeks ago? Is this another um, ghost story? Another yeah, it is, story? yeah. Um, uh, I called him out. I was, what are you doing? He said, oh, I said, I've just been reading ghost stories again. He went, th he said, right, he said, you don't believe in them, but how do you explain this? Right, I went, go on. He said, uh, I'll tell you as he told me it. He went, um, blog, right, just sitting at home, just sitting at home, doing, you know, watching telly with, with his cat. And, uh, the phone rings and it's a bloke going, uh, oh, uh, is that fire, uh, in your oven okay now? Um, cause your wife called. And he went, Carl went, well, one, there was no fire. In the oven. Two, he wasn't married. Oh. I went, right. Go on, he went, well. Then, right, there was a knock at the door and there was two sort of people in sort of well, white coats and they, and they kind of said, oh, we've come about that fire. Your wife called us. He went, one, there isn't a fire in my oven and two, I'm not even married. Right? And he said, and they saw the cat and they sort of, they looked at the cat, it looks a bit weird at the cat, the cat came out, they were nothing. Uh, uh, and uh, he said, and then he went back it sat down, phone rings, and they said, oh, uh, did they sort out the fire in the oven that your wife told us about? Oh. He went, one, there is no fire in my oven, two, I haven't got a wife. And Carl went, what do you think of that? I went, that's not it. <laughs> he went, yeah, I went. <laughs> that's the end of the I went, story. What? 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 He went, well, how'd you explain that? I went, explain what? I thought he was going to say, <laughs> a year later we got married but she died in an oven fire. Right? I thought it was going to be like, and I went, That's what? people winding him up. Yeah, or, 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 um, someone did report a fire oven and their name was Johnson and they looked up Johnson they got the wrong thing, it was the gas board or, and they sent it around to the wrong person, right? You know, he, he went, he went, yeah, I said, I explained it to him, he went, yeah, why do they look at the cat funny? <laughs> Oh, man alive, Carl. <laughs> this is really weird, right? I was, um, I was, uh, in my house once, right? And the doorbell rang. Yeah. Right? I opened the door and there was no one there. Yeah. Right? And then I looked across the street. And right? some kids, and there running, some kids running away. Yeah. Now, how do you explain that? Yeah. There was another time, right? Where, like, I, I opened the door and there was a bird goes, You've ordered pizza. I went, I haven't ordered pizza. And I heard my mate upstairs giggling and putting the phone down. Yeah. How do you explain that? Carl, seriously, what did you, why did you tell me that story? What did you think, what do you think that was weird about that? The fact that it was three different people. Is this all the information? Is that the entire story? Have you, did it was you, three different people. Did you fall asleep and not read the end? A fire that didn't happen, about a wife that didn't exist, <laughs> and a cat that didn't look happy. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna have a heart attack, Carl. What? I mean, why? 
Why do they look at the cat funny? Because what? cats don't don't like um, spirits, do they? <laughs> what? And the other blokes were ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, that's it. So these are, these are kind of beetle about type ghosts. <laughs> these are ghosts who walk the walk the earth as the ah, undead, just winding oh, people up slightly. That's lovely. That is but lovely. Seriously, cat that did not look happy. But seriously, why would ghosts wander around just like winding people up? Oh, maybe something did happen there years ago. Mm. Some fire. Some woman might have died in the house of a fire or something. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, it sort of all happened again. But yeah. Uh, yeah, it's certainly a mystery. It's, well, certainly it's a mystery. Yeah. I mean, I can't. I What's can't, this I... book you were reading? You were reading a book, which is interesting enough. There was, um, it was the Fatian, Fatian Times. Oh, Carl. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't, I, don't know, know. I don't know what to say. Well, I'll tell you this, Carl. There is a track that will uh, that will spook you right out. This is Warren Zevon from, uh, what was it, like about 1979, early oh, 80s? Oh, great track. Werewolves of London. Play this, Carl. But don't be scared. From 1978, Carl, Werewolves of London by Warren Zevon. Are you a fan of that? It's all right, Great track, isn't it? Fans right. of Warren Zevon, maybe if you should know he's got a new album out. Um, as we speak. Although, if you're a fan, you probably know that already. Yeah. If you aren't a People fan. People who hate him would yeah. be interested in knowing yeah. that he's got a new album out. Yeah. Do you believe in, uh, I think Werewolves. lycanthropy, is it? Is it not called? What's that, sorry? Lycanthropy. What's lycanthropy? Isn't that werewolfism? Really? Isn't it? Isn't it? Do you believe in that, Carl? They've, they've found stuff, haven't they? They've found kids walking about who are all airy. Because right. uh, <coughs> they've, they've sort of grew up with uh, wolves and that. Yeah. So, no, you see, two <laughs> things there. Um, right, uh, you cannot take on acquired... A characteristics genetically. So, if you grew up with wolves, it wouldn't suddenly make you hairy. Uh, there's two. been pictures, there's been pictures, there's been stories on it, and I reckon most people have, or a lot of people have seen the stories. It's a popular you thing. Mean, you mean the kids that are born hairy? No, no, there's kids who have been born hairy, right? Yeah, that's it. No, but listen, and they walk around on all fours, <laughs> and they drink milk from a saucer. <laughs> Oh, Steve, this is no, too No, remember, easy. listen, remember that time with the maggot and the head? Yeah. Um, and getting out with bacon and you were, like, laughing, and then people called up and said, yeah, I've, I've seen that, I've read about that. Yeah, this is the same you, thing as... Have this you is... seen an XFM listener up close? Have you ever looked... They studied... drink milk from a saucer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they've got to be kept on leads, people who listen to this show. There's, there's no point in me telling you about stuff. There is, it's... Comedy you see, when, you, when you were out of school, did you keep arguing with the teacher saying you're talking rubbish there? Teachers didn't teach us about werewolf boys and ghosts. They taught us maths. God. Right, tell the story about the manhole cover. Right, in the same magazine as, uh, as the one with the, with the cat and the fire and that. Don't tell me that story again, it gives me the shit. Yeah, a cat that's got a weird expression on its face yeah. is it, against God. Anyway, this isn't a scary story, this was just, uh, like physics. Explained? Physics. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was right. going on about the, uh, nuclear bomb and uh, how powerful it is. And, uh, <laughs> they put, they put a manhole cover on top of one. <laughs> okay. Blew it up. Yeah. Never saw the manhole cover again. <laughs> <laughs> Man alive, Carl. 
unexplained. What's going on there? Something weird is happening there. <laughs> oh. If anyone has ever seen that Mallow cover, yeah, uh, please yeah. get in touch. We'd love to know where it is. Oh, that's fantastic. What sort of experiment is that? I imagine all these scientists on multi-billion pound research budgets, they're going, we test everything. What would you do to Mallow cover? Don't know. That's like letting a couple of students <laughs> yeah, exactly, uh, have control yeah. of a nuclear Do you reckon stuff? it could send a traffic cone yeah. into orbit? Go on then, put it on there. <laughs> I love that. I imagine that. What? What, what value is that? I'm like, so what we could do, we could let the, put the manhole cover on it and aim it and then blow the bomb up and it would, it would, the manhole cover would have someone's eye out. Fire it. See if you can fire manhole covers off the nuclear bomb. Whatever. Tie bangers to a bomb. See if it's louder. Oh, God. Okay, listen, Carl, play another track and then afterwards, can we probe your views on the, the week's news? If you want. We'll do a bit of a white van Carl session. Smashing pumpkins today. Today, today is the greatest because yeah. we're back. That's true enough. All right. I hope people uh, were listening to that loud uh, in this lovely summer's day. Or, or I mean, I'll call, no, not too loud. Well, don't, 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 don't annoy people. That, yeah. White van. Yeah. White van. Carl. I mean, uh, for those that don't know, we do this. Uh, we ask Carl the questions that the Sun asked someone else. That's right. The Sun every day asks um, some, you know, average Joe his views on the week's big stories. Mm. Carl, let me ask you now. Um, what do you make of Prince Harry smoking openly at a polo club? Uh, Are you aware of this story? No. Was it? Go on. Prince Harry, you know that he's one of the royals. Yeah. And he was seen smoking openly, openly, a fag, a cigarette. Uh, third third in line to the throne. Something like that, yeah. Imagine that. Someone hey. smoking a cigarette who's third in line to the throne. A cigarette, Carl. Is it a non-smoking polo club? Do you know, I don't know, but, uh, but if it were... Would that make things even worse for you? Well, no, yeah. seriously, what, what do you make of it? This is, this is, you know, the whole, you know, the, the Ferrari is, he's a role model, you know, he's a royal, should he be seen puffing away in a public place? I don't think it matters, does it? Not concerned for you? How old is he? Is he old enough to smoke? I think he probably is, yes. Right, yeah, well, I, I think the trouble with, um, this role model thing, with anything that's legal, it should either be illegal or not. Yeah. I just don't think you can impose things like that. Well, yeah. uh, because you could say that it is bad for you and it is bad to start smoking and it really is bad for you and it, you know, it causes cancer and everything. But everyone knows so that, don't they? Well, yeah, but you should either make it illegal or shut up about it. So this is Carl you're asking, isn't I it? I am indeed. So, sorry, so yeah. we can throw these questions your way as well <laughs> yeah, if you fancy. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> but it doesn't so, matter. But Carl, what are your views generally? I mean, it's obviously cigarettes are uh, perfectly legal and so on, but what about stronger narcotics? Because I know you're very scared of drugs and stuff, aren't you? You're no, really... I don't, I'm not a fan. I don't no, what's your concern? What's your worry? Just yeah. that you might get into them. Sure. It's like you might have them and go, oh, this is all right. Exactly, yeah. Carl. Yeah. Exactly. Um, uh, Although I was talking to you about it earlier and you weren't that very, you weren't very sympathetic about a lot of young people who, who have perhaps gone to crack or smack. You, you, didn't you describe it as their own fault? Sometimes it is, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, I could have turned to it where I grew up, but I said, well... Don't want to do that. It's not good for you. Sure. I avoided it. You turned to ghosts. So you've so got no sympathy for anyone who's who's a drug addict. It's their own fault. Is your it depends, your doesn't it? Sure. Do you know what I mean you can be an addict if I don't know something? I'm trying to think of a nice way that. Well, you most might people end up start on stuff like that because something really traumatic happened to them. Very few people go out for a laugh yeah. one night and, and and go. Let's all try it. Sure. So uh, you know, but. Yeah, just anyway. say no. I suppose it's the, uh, the, the action. No. Listen to the uh, cast of Grange Hill. Now this will scare you. Now, this, Carl, you will be a little bit unnerved about this. Have you seen the film Jurassic Park? Yeah. You know what happened there? Well, according to yeah. the sign here, it says scientists are planning to clone mammoths for a theme park. Look at his face. Look at that. He looks like a dog caught in the, the headlights of a car. He's terrified. I love Carl. He's sprung to attention Carl. there. I that's is that is that the best news you could have? Man moths. <laughs> <laughs> 
Right. Yeah. Man Girl, moths. I man love moths. the fact that that's why he was so excited that they bred a man moth. What is what is this? Yeah. It's it's a human being that that hides in your wardrobe and eats an entire jacket in a day. Yeah. yeah. What do you mean, man moths? Mammoths. Mammoth. The big hairy cow the from the Ice Age. I mean, right. elephant. You're not so excited yeah. about that, then? <laughs> you can take or leave bringing back mammoths to life, but a man moth... A man moth is a different matter. Oh. <laughs> if we'd if we'd have uh, never brought that up, he'd have gone and told someone now, yeah. you know, I've bred an half man, half moth. This and is that's what how, we this mean. how things start. This you is do, what we mean when you, you hear these ghost stories. Are you stories? slightly deaf? Is that it? When you hear these stories, you're slightly deaf, and his head, and his head was in the basket, and he went, count how many times I blink. Is it... I? Is, Carl, uh, is English your first language? <laughs> Are you actually foreign? Is that yeah, the thing? Yeah, yeah. When we speak when we say foreign, we, we mean not of this planet. Yeah. Should we speak slower? Would that be a help to you? No, go on. Next what do you one. make of that? Do you think that's good? Do you think to bring back, back mammoths? Uh, These giant elephants. They're, they're slow, aren't they? It's not as if they're going to, like, get out and run fast and they can't capture them. They'll probably be like offended, to be honest, Carl. They'll probably be offended. No, but, I'm sa- but, but you're asking it as if, like, oh, it could all go wrong, but it couldn't, yeah. could it? Well, really? but, but but the point was about uh, Jurassic Park is they thought it wouldn't go wrong. They thought they had it all under yeah, control. Have you learned nothing from uh, Jurassic Park, Carl? Dinosaurs would say, "Oh, f- think about it before you do it." But <laughs> with a with a airy elephant, it's it's not going to not a concern for you. Would oh, you go along to see him? Would you be interested in that? If it was in the area. <laughs> <laughs> He's great, isn't he? I'd love, I'd love a cue. Nothing impresses me. No, but what I'd like to do is Carl sitting like Yoda in a little cave, and I'd just like to see people like Tony Blair and you know Stephen Hawking's in a queue, and they go and say, "Carl, got a bit of a problem." Um, and thinking of cloning a man and a moth. Problem? (laughs) Not an issue. No, if I'm in the area, I won't cruise around and have a look at it. Otherwise, just don't send it near my uh, my Um, clothes. Oh, that's fantastic. So so it's just for a second. as, As the words "man moth." came into your head. How excited were you? I mean, were you both terrified and excited? For Just for the moment when you thought that they'd cloned a man and a moth. I pictured, um... What kind of face I'll, did he have? Was, did he have the moth's head or was it a man's head? Just a little head. Little man head. Right, what What was his face? What did it look like? Just, he just was like a bit like... A, a bit, bit shocked. Perplexed, yeah. <laughs> um... Yeah, it, like, so it was like he'd been, he'd been, he'd been grafted onto the body of a moth yeah. without his, his consent. And when he was asleep... Yeah, yeah he'd woken up. He just, he just went in for to have a goiter removed yeah. and I said, we've replaced your with goiter wings. with the body of a giant moth. Yeah. Just, Is that alright, Mr Jenkins? So he had the head of a, a little... Was it a little boy or a man? Little man. Right, okay. And he's just bumping into a lamp. He's <laughs> just bumping into a lamp. <laughs> if you, Carl, if you, if you uh, went into hospital and they'd done something, what, what's the worst thing they'd do, right? What would you rather have done, do you, right? You wake up and you've got, um, lobster claws for hands. Right. You wake up and you've got duck's feet. Uh, or you wake up and you've got one horn coming out of your head. The worst thing. Yeah. Probably the, uh, <laughs> the horn coming out of my head. Why? Get in the way. <laughs> That'd be useful, wouldn't it? In fights and stuff. And, uh, for, like, parties, people would play Well, points. I the lobster claws would also be quite handy there. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> that level, Motorcycle Club, spread your love. You enjoying it so far? Um, yeah, I suppose so. First show back? Yeah, it's not bad. It's great to be I'm back. I'm just thinking about that money, really, to be honest. I know, still playing on my must, mind. I know, yeah. Could we maybe get, like, a sort of telethon type thing going, or a little charity thing, just sort of help me pay You me. can't really ask people to send you money, really? it's technically begging. Is it? <laughs> yeah. 
Okay. Unless you're a are you a registered charity? <laughs> um, I suppose not. Not really. We could probably get your status. Yeah. But could I promise, I mean, could I pretend to give them something in return? I mean, am I allowed to sell things on the radio? Yeah, you are. Yeah, yeah. so. Although you'd probably, you'd probably get in trouble with uh, the authority if you're, you're using it to sort of like, to your own, okay, not like everyone else doesn't. No, exactly. Yeah. Free lunches and yeah. sponsorship and yeah, God knows yeah, what. Yeah. You know what I mean? The, yeah. Probably the people that work here, small fry, the yeah. scum. Exactly, the nobodies, yeah. Yeah. But uh, 165 quid is pretty, it's quite a lot of money, so I mean, if you want to contribute anything, Rick, as I said before, you're more than welcome to. Yeah, no, I, I, I would if it, if I felt any responsibility right. or, yeah, or, or cared. Sure, sure. Um, but, uh, yeah, I got there too early, which is annoying. <laughs> um, what we should have done, really, was uh, get you your plane and come back, because I'd have had time. Do you know, I, I was going to mention <laughs> it at the time, but I didn't want to, because I knew the answer would be no. So <laughs> Really, I've had a great time. I've forgotten, I've forgotten how good it was just to have a normal con- I say normal, just to have a conversation with you. Have you been looking forward to this? You're, he's really down today, isn't he? He's down, man, isn't just he? Just a bit tired. But it's interesting, because I said to him, I said to him, did you enjoy Edinburgh? He spent this, the week up in Edinburgh, yeah. obviously, and uh, he said, yeah, well, he loved it up there. He's been mm. partying every night, and he actually enjoyed it. And I've never, I've never met him when he's actually enjoyed anything before. He's never enjoyed anything, as far as I know. And his I depressed that round. we weren't involved. His, pa- his, his paper round. He loved the paper round, and this Best. is the first time yeah, he was talking about that the other day as well, but I said to him, I, he really thinks that that paper round he had when he was 14 was the best job he'd ever had. Yeah. He still yeah. thinks it's the best job, because he, he said he was his own boss. Well, no, you won't. <laughs> yeah. He went, well, I'll get on my bike and think. And he said, I bet if I phoned those people who I delivered the papers to, they'd say it was the best delivery they've ever had. He said, in fact, I bet a lot of them have chucked in the delivery because it went downhill. This is all, it's yeah, all yeah, yeah, he's yeah. thinking this as yeah. he went along. Yeah. Didn't you? Yeah. Imagine phoning someone up and saying, you don't remember me, but I used to live your paper ten years ago. Was it the best delivery service <laughs> you've ever had? No, but if I said I delivered it ten years ago, um, you used to, if you got up at like six in the morning, it was there for you. Yeah. There's no other paper boy who could guarantee that they'd have that paper when they got Carl, out of if bed. you could earn enough money, would you do a paper round again? If, you, if that was your job, but we, you were being paid enough to make a living from it, would, would that, is that something you think about? Uh, do you think you'd enjoy it as much nowadays? Yeah, I reckon I would, yeah. Yeah? yeah listen to some music. Sure. Uh, a thousand pound a week, would you do the best? Yeah, at, yeah. Would you really? Yeah. Is would, there anyone out there who is willing to test that? Is there anyone who's willing to pay Carl... Right, a, grand. a sum of a grand yeah. to take a week off work and deliver papers just for that week. All day, though. It's all day. No, 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 no. I'll what? get up and the the customers will have their paper. Yeah, but can I say what street it is? No, because uh, no, no, it's the M25. <laughs> See, you are being paid a thousand pounds. Yeah, thousand pounds. You got to deliver the M25. I'll tell you what. Let's 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 take the mood down a little bit and play one of the most beautiful songs I've been looking forward to getting back on the road. Just to play this. To be honest, it's Jimmy Webb's uh, version of Galveston. Galveston, there by the brilliant Jimmy Webb. Uh-huh. Who wrote it? Who wrote it? He wrote it. Yes. I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Brilliant Jimmy Webb, who wrote it? Yeah. It was all one sentence. Yes. Did I confuse you? Again, yeah. With my speech pattern. It's just, just using the English language is always helpful, really. But compared to Carl, I'm, I'm Oscar Wilde, aren't I? <laughs> I suppose so. Electric Soft Parade on XFM 104.9. Not long to go on our, uh, on our ret- a triumphant return, I think. Uh, oh, I well, think the pace would be saying, Steve. Yes, yes. Um, Carl, um, I, I've met Carl a couple of times in our... Our sabbatical, and uh, he uh, said to me once, he said, um, "Oysters." I said, "Have you ever tried oysters?" I, I, I don't like them. And I went, uh, "He said, oh, it's just, just a thing about swallowing them whole." 
you know? You know, well, the reason you have to do that is just they're, they're fatally poisonous. <laughs> and if you bite into them, they kill you. And I went, well, of course they don't. He went, yeah. I went, well, of, co of course they wouldn't. <laughs> what have you chewed on? I said, he said, no. I said, well, so you swallow them whole and they're not poisonous. He went, yeah, ah, see. He said, so, he said, when you swallow heroin in a, in a Johnny, he says, that doesn't kill you, does it? <laughs> <laughs> That was it. Oh. And then, uh, about a week later, he went, I was wrong about them. <laughs> you were? Yeah, I went, well, he said, yeah, yeah, yeah. And what did you say? It's if you eat them, and then you have some whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> they, they turn deadly when, when whiskey comes into contact with them. Yeah, when, when, uh, when they've had a drink. <laughs> drink, they get a bit rowdy in your stomach. They start fighting, they can yeah, cause get hilarious. So, 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 what, so what are you saying now? Are you saying you don't believe that? Am I saying what? Are you saying you don't believe that? He that? thinks he's got us here. He thinks he's got us here. Yeah, I don't believe that if you eat an oyster, then drink some whiskey, you die. You might not die straight away, but you won't Eventually, feel. 50 years' time. If you've got, you've got to keep on drinking whiskey. Yeah, 50, a bottle a day. 50 or 60 years later, he was dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oyster and a bottle of whiskey, mate. Oh. Then, out of nowhere, 40 years where, later. Where does this information come from, Carl? If, if some doctor called up now... Yeah. ...and put you right, would you believe him? If it wasn't Dr. Fox. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what about the airy, airy lads growing up with the werewolves and that? They didn't grow up they with didn't werewolves. werewolves. Grow up with werewolves. You're confused about three just different stories. Just a genetic stories, mutation though. where the, you know they were born with a very, very hirsute. There were a couple of kids. Yes, they didn't we know. grow up with wolves. And you can't kill them with a silver bullet. I mean, you're confusing two things. There aren't were you? some kids who were very, very hairy. Yes, yeah. they're in folklore. There were some kids who grew up with wolves. Yes, I don't think the two are connected. Yeah. Mm. There's yeah. no such thing as werewolves, Carl. You, you Believe me, I saw a documentary on it on the History Channel. You'd have loved it. You, you, you grew the up history with a magpie. Of you know, you don't flap around, do you, and steal people's jewellery? Um. What was the thing you told me about snails? Uh, have you ever had any, um, any post that, that looks like it's been opened? Occasionally, yeah, yeah. Right, well what it is, it's not your postman having a... A sneaky look. A sneaky look. Problem is, right? Uh, slugs. <laughs> the problem is slugs. Slugs at <laughs> night, they like nipping about and that, and it gets a bit cold. And in London, like in the country, they go into the grass, don't they? Right. But in London, it's like, oh, what can we do? <laughs> and um, they go in letter boxes. Slugs right? go in letter boxes. Get in letter bo boxes. It's nice and warm in there, uh, dry and what have you. And um, <laughs> these are homeless slugs, aren't they? The ones that have lost their shell. When they're in there, they only found out that they love glue. <laughs> they and love glue. They've been eating uh, eating the glue off the stamps. Right. And um, people have been getting charged for posts because it hasn't had stamps on it. It's like, well, they put a stamp on it. Yeah. It's like it's, slugs have been eating it. Sure. And they also eat the glue that's on the actual envelope shutter. And it's a real popular problem, this, that uh, letters are being lost and opened and all that stuff. Yeah. Slugs. I like, are slugs like stealing postal orders and things and cashing them in and stuff? Yeah, again, you know, if there's a doctor, if there's a postman. Yeah. <laughs> Ah, well, with us, two expert witnesses, a doctor and a postman. So, uh, so postage is a real problem. Um, so, uh, is, when we see, when we see a, a slug's trail, or a snail's trail... It's glue. That's the glue they've stolen, is it? That's, they've just, that's a little... I'm we, not, I'm not gonna say yes to that, that I'm not follow, sure. But we could follow that trail and, and find the, them, and they'd have a big, sort of... <laughs> big uh, they, uh, Yeah, our stamps and... Yeah, there they are. Like, birthday cards or... Yeah, but two pound notes. Yeah. 
Oh, that's fantastic. Wow. Slugs. Wow. So, oysters and whiskey kill you, and slugs. Be very careful. If you're going to go out this evening, you're thinking of having a whiskey, maybe some oysters, be very, very careful. Yeah, and if you, are gonna, if you are going to post a letter, please, please do not use please. tasty glue. <laughs> Flaming Lips, so that's the penultimate track this week, Rick, isn't yeah. it? Uh, we've yeah. got a show off now. Yeah. Um, I'm sure there'll be uh, more hijinks and great conversation next week. I can't wait. In an effort to um, persuade people that Bruce Springsteen really isn't the laughable rock a lot of people think he is, yeah. uh, we played one at the beginning of the show, it was we cracking. Did. This is one I'd like to leave you uh, with, a song for the ladies. Start this on the edge of town from the amazing album of the same name, Springsteen. See you next week. Bye. <laughs>